Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I know what you are. See it. Welcome to Where You Been Loca, Episode 6. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ariana. And today we're covering Chapter 6 of New Moon, Friends. Before we begin, <laughs> where the hell have you been and what the hell are you drinking? And are you loca? <laughs> no, I'm not loca. <laughs> That's behind me. <laughs> I'm above Two that Two hours now. behind me. <laughs> I've elevated. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> um, I'm drinking hot chocolate now. Was it cold chocolate before? Uh, no, it was cinnamon toast crunch chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so just now you're drinking hot chocolate chocolate. Hot chocolate chocolate with remnants of the cinnamon toast crunch because that one just wasn't good. Didn't like it. And where have I been? In this room. In this room. Drinking hot chocolate. (laughs) I had Dylan's bridal shower. That was at some country club. I don't know. Mm. It was really nice, though. It was honestly like a mini wedding. (laughs) Like, she had like an appetizer, like pizza and meats and cheese and salads, whatever, like appetizer bar, and then a full dinner buffet for everybody open bar a huge like it's like a ballroom basically and like a dance floor and yeah it was a lot of fun and then we all went back to her house kept on drinking lots of espresso martinis and then marissa and nick joined us Mm -hmm. for a little bit then we went over to kanji corner the end of the night Mm -hmm. (laughs) just a little nightcap at cct (laughs) it was a good time it was fun that was a fun night Yesterday, I had a nice little spa day with my stepmom and my stepsister. It was a Christmas gift from my dad. Got my nails done for the first time in like over a year. Woo! No, it is exciting and I do like miss it. I have a feeling I'm going to want to keep doing it now. That's kind of why I was like not doing it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, once I see like how nice they are again, like I'm going to want to mm-hmm. keep doing it. But my nails were so fucked up from all that dip I was doing for so long. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. This is just like regular polish. I'm sure it'll come off in two days. Yeah. Got a nice massage. That's good. And then we were supposed to go to the tailgate yesterday, but my day ran a little long. So we just went to Barstool, skipped the line. That was nice. That line was fucking How did you skip long. the line? You know, 
that group. Everybody knows somebody who knows somebody. So Nick and his friend Jack know the like manager of the bouncers. Oh. <laughs> like not even just the bouncers. Yeah. Like, top guy, just real nice all the time. Nick said that Barstool told him that he's like dressed too nice to be there. He's like, no, I don't care. <laughs> he's like, this is what I'm wearing. This is what I wear. <laughs> So we got in that way, which was nice. It was very crowded, but it was, like, manageable. It wasn't, like, yeah. uncomfortable. Like, Wicked Wolf was, like, too crowded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, like, a good crowd where, like, yeah, people are, like, kind of pushing as they're, like, in and out because it was definitely, like, a one-in, one-out situation that yeah. was so long. Um, But it was enough that, like, you know, they were, like, playing music during, like, commercial breaks and everybody yeah. had, like, room to, like, move and dance and have some fun. And then, yeah. like, everybody would just kind of, like, chill out and, like, clear space to watch the game yeah that does sound fun so it was good it was a good time that's like really it i bought i bought a new alarm clock that i am really excited about okay (laughs) tell me more it's called the hatch they make one like for babies too yeah they have like an Uh, adult version yeah and it's like like, the sunrise yeah does that actually wake you up i don't know i just i ordered it a few days ago for like same day delivery Mm because i was like i want it right now and then yeah. I'm like, sorry, running late. Sorry, running late. Sorry, <laughs> running late. I was like, do I need my alarm clock? <laughs> Give me my alarm clock. Yeah. So that's what's out on the table right now. Oh, I was wondering. So I haven't opened it yet, but I'm so excited about it. Oh, can't wait. Shannon got her sister one for Christmas. Yeah. And they're both like, swear by it. Like, such a game changer. Really? Because really? mm-hmm. I, like, I set an alarm every day just to, you know, make sure I wake up. But yeah. I have, like, an internal clock that just, I always wake up. Maybe my internal 15 clock. minutes before my alarm yeah. every day. My well, internal clock wakes me up at 8 a.m. every day. It used to be 7 a.m. I was a 7 a.m. Yeah. girl. And now like now that my schedule is like – that was like when I was working like right after COVID and like my jo- – like I was always working like 10 to 7 or like, yeah. uh, you know, like 9.30 to 7.30, like whatever it was. It was like I could wake up at 7 and I was going to bed by like – 10 I mean we were like 11 every night so I had like a perfect set schedule yeah now I'm more of like an 8 a.m girly where that's like 8 15 or like whatever but today I slept until fucking 11 I was like whoa oh my god no I can't do that my internal clock like used to be 6 6 6 6 30 yeah which was nice I liked that and getting up and like just having my morning yeah but since going back to the restaurant even on mornings when I'm supposed to, like, I could go to bed early and whatever, I, I'm not getting up until, like, 7.45 now, and I leave for work at, like, 8 or 8.10. Yeah. So I want to get back to, like, waking up early. And having enough time to kind of, like, chill. Yeah. Yeah. And since I put my four weeks in at the restaurant, four weeks, not two, four weeks, <laughs> I just, like, think it'll be nice once that's over, I can, like, really start getting... Get like a morning schedule yeah. going again, and I think having this clock will help. Even though, like, we're getting back into like normal daylight hours as the season goes on, but I don't know. I, I'm like, I think it'll be nice. I'm excited you get for to you. Adjust it so that the sun starts rising at whatever time, so that it's risen by the time your alarm goes off. Yeah. So that you're slowly waking up anyway, as if it's like natural light coming into your room. Yeah. And it's supposed to like regulate your internal clock again because it's not just an alarm it's like light light yeah, yeah. My, I think the reason I slept so late today is because it's kind of dark in my room because of the weather yeah so mm-hmm. like it to me in like my body is still thought like oh it's like six or seven a.m I woke up at eight 
and was like, oh, I'm going to give myself like 15 more minutes. I just like, I'm mm-hmm. really tired. And then the next thing I know, it was 1045. And I was like, oh my God, get up. Like what? <laughs> I don't, I like don't love sleeping in late anymore. Like I'd rather like if I need to like just take a nap or something like. Yeah. Sleeping late, that makes me feel like, I, I mean, it, you have less time in the day, just like it feel crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That and the, the, the clock, like, I don't know. I use the, like, bedtime Me alarm, too. Yeah. Which is great for the first alarm because I use, like, the bird chirping one because it's just, like, so nice and pleasant and it mm-hmm. starts off, like, really quiet and it gets louder and louder and louder as, like, you keep letting it go if you don't turn it off. But then after that, if I use, like, a second alarm or whatever, it's always, like, they don't have any nice alarms I know. on the iPhone. It's all, like, jarring sounds. And yeah. Flat, well, mine is the, mine is, the, is, like, the lullaby sound. It's really nice. It's, like, I feel like it's, Nick has this alarm. It sounds like you're in, like, a, like, a plane or something, and there's, like, a huge disaster, and, like, the alarms go off and it's like are you oh, fucking like a, it's like, yeah it's like oh something it's not that i hate one those. specifically People but it's like something like that psychos. where it's just like you're like wake up in like a panic because the sound just it's sounds like so, so awful intense. Yeah. yeah and he wakes up like earlier than me because he starts work at 7 30 yeah so like and he's the type that like puts his alarm on like every five minutes for like a half hour that's Same. that's grounds for breakup so it's just like <laughs> i'm sorry all the that. time. I'm sorry. I do that sometimes. Because I'll, I'll just like look. Wake up I'll, and I'll hit snooze. snooze me too. Snooze. I'll I do that also. But like if I'm go away, get up or get <laughs> now you've ruined my sleep. This is why I just am so much better and happier being single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think they're all like pretty jarring and aggressive. But apparently, this alarm comes with like nice ones that like gradually get louder and it's. That's nice. Yeah. Well, you'll have to tell me how it is. I will. I'm going to set it up tonight. <laughs> I'm excited. For, I'm excited for you. Watch you just like completely like sleep through it. Like, well, uh, yeah, nah, I am a little nervous about that. But like Nick's alarm, complete opposite of your Nick's alarm. I can't even hear it, but I'll hear him say like Alexa off. And I'm like, nothing was on. <laughs> like I literally didn't hear it. It's so like how did that wake you up no way is he a light sleeper that must be interesting well i have to be at work at 7 a.m tomorrow so i'll be up before you and if you are not awake by that time i can (laughs) i'll wake you up if you like (laughs) and by me being at work at 7 a.m i'll be there at 7 15 on the dot (laughs) i might set like a like a late alarm just in case oh oh yeah like like a backup yeah all right Got you. So that I hopefully I'm already awake and it's not the thing that's waking me up. Mm. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Mm-hmm. Ariana? Where so, have you been? What are you drinking? Are you loca? Loca? I don't think I answered that last time. So I I'll didn't go answer yes. either. <laughs> I'll go yes. So on New Year's Day, I flew out to Florida. Me and my best friend decided to take a trip. And we just went to all the Disney parks and Universal, so it was like five days of just amuse, like straight up amusement Disney parks. That sounds amazing. That sounds it so was fun. So fun, but it was so exhausting. Like we were there from like open to close, like just well, yeah. all day walking, yeah. and waiting. Um, but it was really fun. I we like we like did the Disney parks, and then on on that Friday we went to Universal. But like our legs were so dead, we like 
bought a fast pass because we were like, yeah, I literally just can't. But what's also great is like the single riders lines. I'll do that with my friends. Like, all right, see you on the other side. Mm Because you just blow through the line. Yeah. Ride with a stranger for whatever and move on. (laughs) But it was like, you know, we were like debating, should we spend the money? But by the time like the end of the week was coming, we were like, I literally just can't. My yeah. legs cannot stand like in a line for like that long. Any- yeah, that like, is a Because like walking was fine, but standing is when you really like feel it in your feet and mm-hmm. your legs. Mm-hmm. And I think buying that fast pass was the best decision that I ever made. You should have <laughs> got one of those like uh, the stools that you like wear. Oh, <laughs> I have. And you just like pop the legs out and then you can sit down on it. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been genius. I know. Um, I wonder, like, I've never been to Disney World, and I, the last time – I've been to Disneyland, but I was, like, a child. I was, like, young. But yeah. I spend eight hours a day on my feet standing, walking. So I wonder yeah. how, like, it would be how for it me. Would be for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like, my job's the exact opposite. I sit and don't fucking move. Like, during busy season, I probably clock in maybe 500 steps a day, if that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was super fun. The thing I was, I will say, I'm not going to go into detail about everything just because there's so much to do at Disney, but I think Hollywood Studios was my favorite Disney park. Yeah. Universal Studios is my favorite altogether. And then the thing I was most impressed with was in Animal Kingdom, they recreated like an Avatar world. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah, they recreated Pandora. We were supposed to and it go. Was fucking awesome. I was like, I'm literally inside. Like, it was amazing. They have like floating rocks, like they do in the movies, and <sighs> yeah, it was I've heard insane. It's beautiful. Like, yeah. I was like blown away, like by how like how much it looked like you were actually like there, there. like so immersive. Yeah, I know people and who like have cried over it, like seeing it for the first. Time. Like, and I know they do that. They have like a. They also built like a Star Wars world yeah did you That's go to awesome. star wars yes awesome those are probably like some of my favorite rides that we actually yeah is there a frozen section no but they have like frozen rides mm. you could have okay. we, we could have waited to meet olaf if we wanted to. Um, it was like it was like an have. hour wait to meet olaf you're like sorry olaf and you're like we're adults <laughs> we shouldn't <laughs> but yeah no it was it was really fun yeah, and then they had, like, I think the Avatar world was, like, the most, like, and they had, like, a new ride that was, like, really cool for, like, the Avatar stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, like, so it, cool. It was, like, it's, like, a simulation where you're, like, flying. Yeah. And the birds that they fly, I forget, Ikran, I think that's, like, what they're called, or Ikran, I don't know, but it was really cool. Did you go to the Wizarding World? Of course. Of course, obviously. How was it? Amazing. Awesome. The only thing is they had, like, a new ride there for Hagrid, Hagrid, but yeah, you, the weight... No, like that's why I want. That's why I asked if you went because I wanted to ask if you went on the ride. wait was like so the the longest we waited for a ride was three and a half hours <gasps> and it was like a brand new Star Wars ride, but it was because we already like did everything, and it was like six o'clock so we were like fuck it we'll just wait to yeah. go on this like ride yeah so it took like three and a half hours but we were like basically already done with everything everything I don't else know that I could stand in a line for for three, three and a half it was, hours that yeah. was like the worst line too because like if a ride's moving like fine but that ride like that weight or sorry not the ride the weight if the weight's like kind of moving and you feel like you're making progress fine even though you're like standing there a long time doesn't feel as long yeah but that ride we were just stagnant move a little bit stagnant oh it's my god like, no 
the the line was just terrible like just and at that point nobody is gonna get out of line because they're like well I've already waited this long exactly. like I'm just gonna wait it out and you yeah. hope that someone's gonna get out of line mm-hmm. but you know no one is and the thing about all like the rides at Disney too is like there's an outside line and then like an inside line and the inside line you just you just you're like in a room and then you like turn the corner and it's like is this the ride but it's like nope it's another room like they yeah. have to like go through so but yeah but Damn. um I mean those are cool like the line for Hogwarts, that's, like, kind of interesting still, even if you are waiting a long time. Because yes. you get to, like, look at look every at detail that's, yeah. like, yes. gone into that queue. Yeah. yeah. No, but sometimes it is nice, that, like, waiting on the rides. But in terms of Universal, there's just so much to do there. Yeah. So we were, like, waste, like, four hours to wait on this line. I, no, I would not or have. Yeah. do literally everything else that we, like, wanted to. Yeah. So you guys kind use... Of like, um the app because doesn't it tell you the wait times per ride it does yeah it was like 300 minutes like it's crazy yeah jesus christ um, and like that was like the one ride like they have select rides that you can't use the fast pass for and that was one of and them that was one of them so we were like i guess we'll just have to come back kind yeah shit yeah like there was like there's like a new jurassic park ride that also is like the same thing. You couldn't use the. We like. Well, yeah, up they don't want you. They don't want people to fast pass the new rides because, yeah. like, then that's kind of unfair. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like you should be able to, but maybe like once a day. Like you can go. Well, on the that's ride what once, the fast pass is. The fast pass is only one. The per like ride? cheaper one is one per ride, and oh, then you okay. could bu- you could buy one that's like unlimited, unlimited. but okay. it's just like a lot more money. Mm-hmm. But um. There was, like, another ride, too. There's, like, a new Guardians of the Galaxy ride that just came out, too. Mm-hmm. And that one you had to, like, join a virtual queue to even get, like, the opportunity to wait online for it. Jesus. That's crazy. So we had to, like, do that, too. But, but yeah, it was, it was a really good time. Exhausting. And then I think I got COVID at Disney. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Because I had COVID when I came home. Came home. So then I just had COVID and then my busy season at work started. So mm. that's just I'm surprised you poop. don't have two laptops on you right now. Yeah, I'm actually Well, it is also. Sunday, so usually I worked like I feel all like day yesterday. I know. <laughs> a little bit this morning, yeah. Um but yeah, I feel like this busy season I feel like a lot of pressure, so I just have so much anxiety. Oh, I'm sorry. These days, but it's okay. It'll be over soon. Well, in like two months soon. That's but. soon. <laughs> two months is fast. It is. Yeah. It'll fly by. Especially February. Yeah. It's short. It goes fast. But yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, I read A Silent Patient. Oh, yeah. I liked it. I haven't read it, but I heard it. it's like on my to be read. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. And then I'm in the middle of Cersei, but now that I'm like in busy season, I just have no motivation to read. So. Yeah, I like Cersei. I liked it, but I just stopped like. Just because I can't read right now. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Look, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am now drinking water and I'm feeling loca. So loca. So loca. Uh, let's see. So at work, it was proto. So basically what that means is the home office team comes and they we take down all of the winter like Christmas display 
and put up all of the spring Christmas display or the spring <laughs> Christmas display, Jesus Christ, the spring display. And we get like a bunch of nice, like new fancy product, like drop ship to us and uh, take photos. And then we do a big walkthrough with the CEO at the end of the week. Hmm. So that was that was the second week of January. And then we were supposed to have a week like between that and then this coming week is inventory. But then our CEO couldn't do the walkthrough on Friday. Usually like Proto starts on a Monday and it ends on Friday with the walkthrough. But she couldn't do the walkthrough on Friday. So she pushed the walkthrough to Wednesday of like this past week. So then like Monday was MLK day and then Tuesday they were in the space. And like I prepped to perfect clothes on Tuesday night and then wake up and be at work at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. Yikes. Yeah, I was there until like midnight closing, perfect closing. But what I will say, I, I mean, I always perfect close for her. I'm literally always the manager that gets scheduled to do it, which is like kind of flattering, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, But I usually that means I'm not scheduled the next day because I like perfect close the night before. But I was scheduled because it was like schedules already out and then like that all changed. Yeah. So um, it was nice because actually like the creative team for the first time, like got to look at me and say like that was an excellent close like way to go thank you so much it looked so beautiful in here so like that was nice mm-hmm. nice um because yeah I always hear like after the fact like oh yeah the clothes was great but like nobody ever can actually say it to me because I'm not there but that was really nice and now we're just full speed ahead on inventory prep which is on Wednesday and Thursday I liked those shifts you want to work no <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we're doing that tomorrow. I have to work at 7 a.m. So I can start laying like fixture IDs and do stuff and prep for that. But this weekend I had margarita night here at the apartment on Friday with Heather. And then last night we celebrated Kate's 30th birthday. Kate turned 30 last Sunday or Monday, the 15th. Um, so we celebrated her birthday last night. It was so cute. She had a pajama party. So it was just me and like all of her her like best friends from high school that are they're like all still best friends and we like watched this the football game and like had a dance party and like did karaoke and just like drank it was so cute. That is cute. Yeah, it was so fun. Um yeah, and then I took down all of our Christmas stuff. And here I am. Yeah, we still got to hit the outside. Yeah, I know. I keep meaning to do it, but I have other shit to do. I'll probably do it this week, but uh, but not not today. <laughs> right now, out in the rain. Yeah. Get out there. Out there in the rain and the cold. We'll, I should have done we'll it when podcast. I had. You go okay. clean up. Okay. <laughs> I should have done it when I had the opportunity when the weather was still like kind of warm and it had just rained a lot. So like the lawn would be like loose for taking up the like lawn stuff that we have. But mm. whatever. I'll get to it. <laughs> it'll be fine i think one of your trees outside tipped over it's been it's tipped been over tipped now. over <laughs> I, like, I kept fixing it and then i finally said i don't give a shit same <laughs> i kept fixing it too and i was like i actually every time like my hands were always full and then i would put the leg on flip it up and the leg would fall right out and hit the ground i was like you know what fuck this i don't care <laughs> yeah should i just put it up on the balcony like i did last year yeah it was cute out there when it it, stand up, it was so cute out there, but it just wouldn't stand. Maybe, I don't know, maybe next year we like put it on the steps or something like up onto the. Well, I think part of, like 
it needs to be like anchored to something because even when it was up on the balcony it kept falling over in the wind yeah down in the yard falling over in the wind yeah that snowman board falls over in the wind so i don't think it would be any safer on the porch yeah it needs to just be like secured mm. we'll figure it out next year i guess yeah i tried to put stakes down on it but because i only had two it didn't it just it still didn't help yeah i needed three well oh well uh, and I, oh, I, like I said, I mentioned it last episode. I have been rehabbing my orchid. So I have, I have an orchid at my parents' house and it does amazing there. So it has to live there forever. So when Kayla and I moved in here, I was like, I need to get a test orchid to see if I can eventually ever bring my like nice orchid over here. The answer to that is no, that orchid has to stay at my parents' house. And my orchid, my test orchid has been suffering. It just did, it immediately the flowers like dropped the second I fucking brought it home so then I moved it into like I put a shelf up and put it on that shelf and it turns out that that it's too hot in that shelf like that's a south facing window and that's too much sun for my orchid so my orchid started to fucking die because also you're like not supposed to water them that much because they don't like to be wet it'll cause like root rot but like they actually need a lot of water to live it's very delicate balance so my leaves got all sunburned and wrinkly and sad so then i was like you know what i'm just gonna try and save it and i've been saving it mm-hmm. it's doing so well so i'm gonna i'm gonna i've been doing um water baths basically which it's got no medium at all and i just sit it in filtered water every single day all day long and then at night i let it dry out and then the next day i put it in new fresh water and it it helps the roots like drink up all it needs and get stronger and all that. So it's finally looking good. And I think I'm going to repot it with some media and I got some fertilizer and we're going to, we're going to give it a new kick and see if it'll bloom in the fall when it's supposed to. Well, I hope good it luck. works out. Thank you. Me too. I guess I'll yeah. let you guys know in the fall. <laughs> yeah. I have faith. I mean, if these poinsettias can rebloom in red. Yeah. We can get an orchid back. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's already doing really well. So I think. I think I have Where a... Where are you going to put it? In here. It'll go right on the windowsill. Because hmm. this is an east-facing window, and that's that's good for plants in general, but orchids no, especially. No. My bed is west. How do you know? Cause we because we feng shuied our apartment. <laughs> I used a compass when I was setting up I my room. I also used oh, a really? compass when I was setting up my room, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, because we were doing feng shui, and it was like you what your best... Um, layout is like layout is yeah. for like energies mm-hmm. so where should your bed be in the room depends on the person mm-hmm. there's like a oh. test you can take to find out like what number your quadrants are or something and then mm-hmm. you arrange according to that oh, I, I couldn't arrange that. my room according know, to like that perfectly of, but i've heard of like feng shui before but i didn't know it was like that mm-hmm. yeah it's involved mm-hmm. it's involved yeah i just googled it then got my numbers and set up accordingly mm-hmm. uh, but south windows are like the best windows for plants because they get the most light all day long yeah that makes sense based yeah. on mm-hmm. sphere or whatever you want to call it yep yeah that's why everything in here is thriving that fucking plant is gigantic all of a sudden this one yeah i know it's huge what is this it was never that tall um like an arrowhead pothos yeah that's right both of us do really well in our apartment, I think. They do. Really well. 
Anyway, that's that. That's all I have. I'm excited about my orchid and, and my island. And I'll get into reading. I'll read something before this month is out. I have to. I must. I'm One so book. close to getting my island to a place where I can like play the game again. Mm. I I take breaks. I like do a new thing and then I take a break and just play the game. And I then- simply can't. I need my island to just be clean. Like mm. I need it. I just have like the last stretch of my beach that I want to clean up and like yeah. get rid of like the setups that I have and just yeah. start fresh. I got to get through the flowers. I- the flowers are exhausting. I have so many flowers to get rid of. It's embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> that's all. That's my life. All right. You can subscribe to us and our podcast. <laughs> Wait, that was weird. <laughs> you can follow our podcast on your preferred podcasting flat. Anyway, you can follow us wherever you want and listen to us wherever you want. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's Simple all. Simple as that. Simple. And you should share us with your friends and tell them that. What happened last episode? <laughs> So last episode, Bella left work dazed with despair. After driving around aimlessly, she stumbled upon some beat-up motorcycles. She figured this was the perfect revenge against Edward's broken promise, so she hauls the bikes off to Jacob Black's for fixing. It was to Bella's surprise that meeting with Jacob made her feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Mm. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. I actually have a theory about it, but I'll wait. I think I can talk about it here. All right, so for the summary... I mean, not much, I feel like, really happens in this chapter, even though it was, what, like 20-something pages? Yeah. It's a pretty wholesome chapter. It's yeah. so wholesome. <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. um, so Bella spends another day with Jacob and is joined by Charlie and Harry for dinner at the Blacks. Bella is finally starting to feel a bit better. Her nightmares are less frightening, and she even speaks up at the lunch table to join in on everyone's conversations, which is something she hasn't done in months. Angela is super happy to have Bella, Bella, Bella Black. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob wishes. (laughs) Bella back, but for Jess and Lauren, it is a much different story. Yay. Yay. Bella's back. Bella's back. (laughs) Back, Great. (laughs) Bella and Jacob confidently placed the motorcycles in Jacob's shed, knowing Billy's wheelchair couldn't maneuver the terrain. Jacob immediately starts dismantling Bella's motorcycle and starts filling her in on his life from the past few months. He starts describing his two friends, Quill and Embry, and like magic, they appear, much to Jacob's dismay. Quill is described as the shorter of the two, but still tall, very burly, and with short, buzzed hair. Embry is taller, almost as tall as Jacob, Thin, with chin-length hair parted down the middle with one side tucked behind his ear. So basically, they make him sexy on the reservation is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost as tall as Jacob. Jacob is 6'5". Have we forgotten this? Like, cr- th- just a couple of trees walking around. <laughs> Can't believe it. Yeah. Like magic. It's we like magic. A, we need some reservation boys. Yeah, we do need some reservation boys. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Both boys were equally shocked to see Bella in the shed with Jacob, and when flirty introductions were through, imagine they were fucking and then just popped in. I know. <laughs> like, oh, in- hey, oh, uh, oh. <laughs> 
When flirty introductions were through, Jacob explained that they were fixing up the bikes, which launched the boys into an animated discussion, which Bella understood none of because she was a girl and only boys can be excited about mechanics. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. End of story, period. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, Bella decides it's time for her to head back to Charlie's and makes plans to come back tomorrow, which causes an arm nudge and a grin from Quill to Embry. They're so And then Jacob still feels a bit unsure about letting Bella pay for everything, but Bella flatters him by saying he's providing the labor and expertise, cue eye roll from Embry, and besides, they have to factor in the riding lessons, cue massive grin and whispers from Quill, L-O-L. I feel like for the two of them, it's probably so amusing, but I, I it's just so freaking awkward oh my god it's so music (laughs) i love this whole scene i I mean i've really like pared down what happens because it's just like a lot of conversation i feel like you can't really like summarize that without just like cutting it yeah but i just think it's like so cute they walk in and they know all about bella they know exactly who bella is because jacob hasn't shut the fuck up about her since Mm -hmm. she walked into his life and then she's she's just a girl and a friend Remember, that's yeah. how he said it. Yeah, he never said girl, girlfriend. Girlfriend, right? She's a girl who is also a friend. I do like that scene in the movie. Me too. And they're just like they're amped for Jacob. Like they just can't wait. I will say, like this in the book is more like they're excited for him. Mm-hmm. In the movie, they're like shitting on him. Yeah, they're like embarrassing him like making him like look bad yeah 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 yeah, yeah, like the whole like oh this is your girlfriend he's like shut the fuck up yeah 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 (laughs) it's not as like like sweet and like yeah yeah but i think it's so funny quill's like hi i'm quilatera like all like (laughs) and embry's like all shy like yeah you probably like i'm embry but you probably already guessed that like tugs his hair behind his ear and they're just like so cute because like bella is pretty she's like a forks 15 Mm mm-hmm even for a reservation boy? Yes. She is an angel. Mm. All right? It's just so cute. I love this whole thing. And she's like, you're going to give me riding lessons. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah, cute. Yeah, because, like, are they thinking, like, oh, euphemism, like, riding Oh, lessons. yeah, 1,000%. <laughs> they think, like, okay, they're going to spend all this time together. They're going to fall in love over a pile of steel. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> I wonder what their view on, like, like, are they experienced? Are they, like, still, like, little babies like Jacob? I think they're probably little, little babies, all little of them. Babies. But, like, are interested in girls and, like, yeah. re- like want to start dating but maybe haven't quite yeah. yet. That's what I think, at least. Yeah. I think they also, like, they're in that line where they have, like, other interests, too. So Weird. it's not, yeah. like, front and center. Yeah. Weird pause. And they're good looking. Do werewolves mate as humans or as wolves? They definitely do both. Yeah. Well, well no. Like, would the no, humans have sex to make a wolf baby, or would the wolves have sex to make a human? Well, baby the only that female wolf. wolf that we know of is Leah. Yeah. So, like, I don't think they're gonna be fucking their imprinted women as, as wolves. Wolf. Yeah. So. <laughs> that would be that would be interesting. So, yeah, I'm there was, go they're probably having sex in human form with like wolf qualities, like yeah, growling like, really, and like yeah, a yeah. howl yeah, yeah, and like yeah. a panting. 
<laughs> heavy panting, you yeah, know? This is, like, totally sort of off topic, but there's a serial killer. His, like, his, like, name's, like, the Toy Box Killer. Okay. And he used to, like, kidnap girls, and he would put uh, pheromones on their cooch and have his dog have sex with them. <gasps> Terrible. Ew. Scott, I think he's the worst serial killer that I've ever I could have lived my whole of. life not knowing that. Thank yeah, you. Gross. Sorry, it just popped into my head <laughs> thinking about these wolves having sex. Okay, wolves. well, your mind is a scary place and I don't <laughs> want to go there. So Bella makes her exit and immediately hears Quill and Embry in a chorus of Woo's followed by a light scuffle and Jacob's threat. If either of you so much as set one toe on my land tomorrow. And she giggles. She's like, this is so funny and cute. And then she's like, oh, oh my God, I'm laughing. Ah! <laughs> she's like, I forgot how to do that. I haven't done that in months. I feel so light. I haven't even, I couldn't even imagine that I would ever laugh again. Like this is so amazing. And there's no one around to witness it. I can't believe it. Yeah. When Charlie gets home, Bella is just pulling dinner out of the oven they discuss her afternoon with Jacob, casually avoiding the detail of the motorcycles. And after a few hours of homework, Bella makes her treacherous way to bed, where she prepares for another nightmare that never comes. Instead, she has her first peaceful night of sleep in four months. When she wakes up, she's like, oh, my good golly. <laughs> And she is excited to hang with Jacob again today. And at breakfast, when she tells Charlie, like, oh, I'm, I'm actually, like, going to go hang out with Jacob again, he's excited. And she says, oh, well, you know, you should have Harry Clearwater pick Billy up. And then all of you guys can watch the game together because she wants to have alone time. <laughs> she Literally, the book says, like, the less witnesses, the better. And I'm like, this yeah. is, like – the most sexual tension she's ever alluded to. And they're like not even doing anything sexy. And she's like, we need less people. We just have to be like us. Like we're later in the chapter. She's like, just the two, like we were waiting for our, our parental, like our supervision, supervision to like supervision. expire. And I'm like, Oh, Oh my God. What are you guys going to oh, do yeah. alone? Yeah. You're, I forgot about that. Yeah. Cause they're going to go shopping and she doesn't want to get caught with all of the like parts, but yeah, really it's so they can fuck. That. Aw. What if that was the story instead? <laughs> I know. She gets over Jacob by getting, I mean, she gets over Edward by getting under Jacob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then and then Edward, Edward comes, comes back. back. Oof. They could have a threesome. Anyway. I think that would be against a treaty. <laughs> <laughs> or would that be aligning with the treaty? Would that create an even stronger treaty? <laughs> no. <laughs> that solidifies a treaty a new treaty a new treaty that they can truly live in peace yeah they're living in peace because they're living inside the same girl Oof. mic drop <laughs> <laughs> anyway what happens when she gets to Jacob's <laughs> hopefully that guess we're gonna find out so Bella ventures out into the pouring rain to make her way over to Jacob's and we haven't discussed weather in so long she made a point. She had a po- bullet point I in her did. notes, but she didn't. You didn't say it. Oh, I missed it. You missed it. When was? Oh, because you said weather is coming back into play again. When the first time she gets over to Jacobs yesterday, yeah, and yeah. it's raining. It was yeah, yeah. I was like, weather theory. Shit's about to go down. Yeah, I like didn't even realize it. Have we not talked about weather in so yeah. long, or did we just like no, forget I, that 
we thought it could mean something. We had just haven't talked about it in so long. But it's been basically raining this whole time. But she's yeah. coming out of her right stupor. Yeah. She's still depressed. It's raining heavier today than it was yesterday. Well, I feel Maybe like that that's... doesn't really have any weight with our theory i know but yeah. she does have she has a nightmare again that tonight though so like yeah she's not quite through it mm-hmm. i just feel like the idea of jacob and this happening is like risky not risky is like that's not the right word but it's like well, i do also feel like something's happening type of thing something yeah. stirring yeah I do that's also gonna feel... eventually cause a lot of problems yeah yeah she also mentions like a lot of times how well, I don't know. Okay. I have I mentioned it later on too, but I just feel like she doesn't notice the rain as much yeah. when she's with him. Mm-hmm. Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. With Jacob. Like it doesn't mean much to her. I mean she's fucking out there traipsing around in the rain in I know, and she doesn't even make one complaint about it. No. Like at all. So Jacob meets Bella at her truck with an umbrella. What a gentleman. <sighs> Team Jacob. Yeah. And she notices a strange feeling of warmth that accompanies a natural smile on her face at this greeting. So I want to interrupt because I've been having a thought. You Go ahead. The thought is, okay, obviously, like, we know what happens later in the story. And the theory, I think, with that that we also all know is that she – we know that because, like – Wait, hold on. Sorry, I hit my mic and then something happened. Okay, continue. So, do we think that her feeling light and happy and, like, wonderful around Jacob and she can't explain it and she, like, doesn't know why is, like, because her little egg of Renesmee inside her body is, like, being drawn to – she's not even pregnant yet, but, like – Obviously, she's not pregnant yet, but, like, yeah. you know, is that, like, she's, like, I can't explain it. Like, I just feel so light, and, and it's, inexpl- like, around him, and I just want to be around him, and blah, 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 blah. Like, is that, like, kind of starting to happen because of what happens later? Or do we just think, like, is it a combination of that and, like, her just feeling like she has, like, a friend and, like, somebody she can relate to or, like? Well, I feel like she's always felt like Jacob was somebody – on her side. Yeah. She's always felt comfortable with him, even, like, at, when they were younger or whatever. Yeah. And then he was the first one there when she showed up in Forks. And mm-hmm. she, like, felt comfortable with him. She was like, oh, it would have been nice to have, like, one friend at school. Mm-hmm. So I think she has always had a natural, like, warmth for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Renesmee baby thing is until she is pregnant. is pregnant. And that's when she's, like, She's, like, always mad at him, but, like, always wants him to be around. Be around. Like, she doesn't mm-hmm. want to lose him. Yeah. Even though she, he is, like, pretty much saying, Hates well, it, you're dead to me. And she's, yeah. like, well, fuck well, you. Literally, but I, I am dead. She's, like, can you just hang out, though, for a yeah. little longer? Yeah. I feel I, like. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, just, I feel like, to your Renesmee point, do we believe that imprinting is technically, like, fate? Because. Yeah. If that's the case, then the story is going to happen the way it happens. And Jacob's going to imprint on her base. So I feel like maybe. Yeah. Like if that I'm is, like, is, if that, that is something like that is always, always going to happen. Yeah. Then maybe. And she has always said like I've all I always feel so comfortable around him. Like he is like mm-hmm. has always been. I've always felt connected to him essentially. And then like this whole time she's like I don't you know I can't explain like 
he just makes me feel so weightless. And I'm like, yeah, is there more? Mm -hmm. Or was it just like kind of convenient that it happened that way? I think maybe like a little bit of both. I do think just like in general, he she describes him as being such a warm, happy Sunny, person happy to be person, around that yeah. she can't help but feel happy warm and happy around him. And she doesn't have to fake being who she is. Yeah. Just to like be around him. Yeah. I bet Stephanie thought she was so slick when Jacob imprinted on Renesme when everyone was like, oh, it's going to be Bella. She was like, psych, got you. <laughs> I, I of, do also believe like the, the like fate thing, like mm-hmm. it, like it was always going to happen the way it was going to happen. Yeah. It was always going to be her daughter or whatever, yeah. whether it was with Jake or with Edward or not, maybe like who knows? Yeah. Do you know what I also, like, I, I wonder, always, there was always meant to be a connection between them so my I I what I do wonder next like let's say they did date you know Bella and Jacob and they like whatever and she's like yeah I, I was I'm always like the same thing with like Leah and Sam how they were dating but like Sam never imprinted on her so it was like kind of like you'd get nervous but like if she's never gonna have a baby with anybody but Jacob then like would sh- would he imprint on somebody else if it was like you know what I mean like you know his imprinting is contingent on Bella having a baby. He's not going to imprint on his own baby. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know, and or would then that snap some well, like that's why imprinting I feel like bond the story on her? Was always going to end the way it ended. Yeah, like yeah. Jacob or Edward were never going to change the narrative because it was fate that Jacob imprinted on Edward and Bella's baby child. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very I, deep. Who I knows? Guess you, yeah, so I deep. Could. I know. I just think, I'm like, as if question. it's like real. <laughs> That's what we should have asked on the uh, podcast or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one with Yeah, Ashley it's over Green. now, I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, we missed it. So he gives her a tour of his tiny room while they wait for Harry and Billy to leave for Charlie's. The adult supervision. The adult supervision. He says, leave. let me show you my room <laughs> <laughs> while we wait. And then Miss Moneybags and Mr. Goodwrench head out in the rain to scavenge parts at the dump. I could not handle when she called him Mr. Goodwrench. I don't even remember remember that happening. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, I thought that was you being cute. No, No, I totally... He said something, and they're, like, getting ready to go, and she said, okay, Mr. Goodwrench, like, where are we going first? I was like... What the fuck <laughs> was that? Oh my god, Bella. <sighs> You're so loca. <laughs> Me being cute. <laughs> I threw in the Miss Money bags to go with Mr. Goodwrench because she's like, um, I got the money. She's like, I'm like bankrolling this party. Here's my checkbook, which bitch, <laughs> nobody takes checks. No, but no one. <laughs> I don't know. Were they more common in 2006? Like, no. Couldn't tell you. I mean, I you it. couldn't go to a store or, like, a mechanics and be, like, maybe a mechanics, but, like, they're yeah. going to the dump first. Second, like, well, second yeah. of all. I have another thought about the, the money that they're going to spend, but I'll to come back to that. Okay. Bella genuinely enjoys spending time with Jacob and not because he doesn't treat her like she's going to slip into craziness or depression. She figures it's not about her at all, but that it's just his natural aura of warmth and happiness that follows him everywhere he goes, like the sun. But remember, Bella, he's very Very dreamy, but but he's he's not not the the sun. sun. You are. (laughs) Except she's not the fucking sun. She's She's a goddamn rain cloud. (laughs) She is. (laughs) 
He is literally like a black hole. (laughs) He is the sun. (laughs) So after getting lucky at the dump, they (laughs) take a two-hour ride to an auto parts store. The time passes easily as Bella finds it easy to talk to Jacob, to ask him questions, and listen with actual interest. Unlike when she speaks to Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Or anybody. Even when she's talking to Charlie, she's like, in one ear, out the other. I know. She's the worst. Even when she talked to Edward, when did they ever talk about anything meaningful? Never. They <laughs> like, just, like, talked about, like, how fragile she is and, like, I love you. That was, like, it. And how interesting he is. Yeah. yeah. He's not the fucking sun, either. Just like No, he reflects the sun. Yes. He reflects Jacob. He's, he's the moon. <laughs> yes. And Jacob is the sun. Is he the new moon? Oh. <laughs> The two have a lighthearted argument over how to appropriately age someone since Bella has insisted Quill and, by association, Jacob, are too young for her. I mean, I feel like at, at that age, maybe. No, I feel like at that age, like, what, she's she just turned 18 and he's 16. 16. That's, like, not that big of a gap to me. Well, I feel no, like I when feel you're like in high school, it's people are like, oh, the girl can't be a real older. No, well, no, I feel like in high school you can be like, oh, like... Like, it's not weird to be like, oh, I'm a senior dating a sophomore. No, but I feel like it was more common for older boys boys to to date date the younger younger girls. Yeah. 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 So uh, that was just my only thought. As much as Bella is enjoying her time with Jacob, she hasn't forgotten the end goal of all of this. To be reckless. To cheat. To break the empty contract between her and Edward. Yeah, to get back at him. <laughs> Revenge, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the day ended faster. Oh, than- draw the cat eyes, strike heart. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Draw, what did you um, just say? It's, it's a. It's the a, jolly cat strikes a no, heart. No, no, no. <laughs> draw the cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got like too excited. I know. About. I had no idea what I you know. were saying. I got so excited. She's on her oh. vigilante shit, okay? She is. And the day ended faster than Bella had anticipated, and the sound of Billy calling out to Jacob and Charlie's voice calling for Bella brought the two quickly to a halt on the day's work. Jacob throws off the lights and grabs Bella's hand to guide her out through the darkness. Ooh, what were they doing in there? First of all, if I was one of the parents and I saw that light go off immediately, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, my good God. <laughs> what are you guys doing in there? No, I'd be like, wow, you guys were fucking with the lights on? That's bold. <laughs> <laughs> Teenagers? No, they fumble in the dark. They don't fumble in the light until you're in your 20s. (laughs) She notes that his hand is rough and warm. And I said, let's have a new drinking game. Okay. Because we were always like calling Edward out for being so cold. Yeah, you're right. And now there's all these mentions of Jacob being being warm, warm. being the sun. All right, let's. Well, my water is all gone already. So two drinks. Perfect. Finished my water. I wonder if anybody actually plays this drinking game listening to us. Can you let us know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let us know. (laughs) We're just out here drinking water every time we play. (laughs) Well, no. Usually I do have an alcoholic beverage. (laughs) Not this time. So the two finally stumble their way up to the house, laughing all the way. Charlie is quick to notice right, Bella's... Right, Santa. (laughs) I I was thinking that when I said that. I was like, that sounds like a Christmas song. (laughs) Charlie is quick to notice Bella's hand in Jacob's. Billy invited the gang for his famous spaghetti dinner. These these people are just full of famous dinners. If I went, wait. Fish fry. If I was holding Jacob's hand, the second we got close to that house, I'd be like, 
Yeah, same. I would absolutely drop that shit, but she but is just too like enamored. It so it's like so friendly. I don't think that's even like yeah in her head. Well, it's yeah. friendly for her. It's for him. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna grab her hand. It's yeah. gonna be like magical. Really cute. But like, and like, I think yeah, she's just so comfortable with him. It's not even something she even thought of and was like whatever yeah we're holding hands because like you're in, leading me through and we're here yeah. and at the house and like we're friends and we're hand holding yeah. yeah like in her eyes and i'm sure what she thinks in everybody else's eyes is just like friend pulling her through the dark up this path that she doesn't know yeah, yeah. Mm. charlie i think would be thrilled if it was something more yeah definitely. i feel like charlie probably just doesn't even want her to like I mean, I think he wants her to, like, hang out with people and have a life. But I feel like he's like, you got to stay away from the boys right now. Like, <laughs> I know. He's like, would jumping into another relationship really, really make you happy? Really be the best idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> so they were joined by the Clearwaters, Harry, his wife, Sue, and their two children, Leah and Seth. Your favorite character. My favorite family. <laughs> Leah is a senior, like Bella, but a year older, and is glued to Billy's phone. So is she with Sam? I think so. Uh, this time yeah i think so okay i kind of think so too and i think that's who she's on the phone with i agree i had this i had the same thought when i was reading it i think okay. she is dating sam and they're on the phone so that breakup has not happened no how old is sam supposed to be i don't know like 18 i think oh i, I always he, thought for some reason he was like 21 20 between 21 and like 25 uh you know what i think we found out in the first book at the at la push yeah at the beach yeah. La Push is the beach, isn't it? No, La Push is the res. La Push is on the reservation. It's the beach on the reservation. Okay, yeah. Um, because I know there's like a mention of like the older guy hanging out with them. And they're all, he's like, 16, 19. Samuel okay. is 19. So he's when he first now. appears in the series. Yeah. Bella so just turned 18. And Leah, Leah is, is a 19. year older. Yeah. So. So he's probably he's probably also 19 or he's 20. 20. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I don't think I ever like really made the connection of like Leah's split with Sam being like just as traumatic really as Bella and Edward. Edward, mm-hmm. I know. And at least I mean with Edward, obviously he didn't like imprint on somebody. Like there's no coming back from from that from Sam imprinting on someone. I know. Yeah. Poor Leah. I know. I feel so bad for her because obviously, clearly they're like very in love at this point. Yeah. I would love to know I would love like a side story on how that relationship ended and like how Sam handled it yeah how did Sam even meet Emily where did she come from someone's cousin right isn't that it and she like happens to come visit and it's like what if you like imprint on someone and they just don't like you they talk about that in the book and it's like it's you all they always end up Together. together because it's hard to shy away from they say that it's hard to like deny that like level of intensity and affectional love and love coming from someone but like also like what if that could feel a little stalkery yeah i wonder though if like there's some sort of like energetic connection that like yeah happens to the person who's also being imprinted on Mm -hmm. yeah well i think too um because they also say like it doesn't it doesn't always start out immediately like romantic like that whoever you imprint on like you are just you are to for them like they're for them in whatever way they need you like whatever capacity until it like turns romantic yeah which i feel like again is sort of like that destiny thing where yeah you know maybe not emily but i don't know say they like met or whatever and it was just somebody who like really needed like a best friend or Mm -hmm. a brother or whatever like just needed that 
relationship and that's Mm -hmm. how it starts yeah and then from there you know i'm sure the connection evolves yeah Mm -hmm. which i feel like is interesting like with what we were just talking about oh yeah totally it does seem like more of like a destiny thing for like both both parties yeah Yeah. (laughs) not just like a someone walks into the room and oh well yeah you're stuck like, with hey, them now. Hey, you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't <laughs> know like, me, but... It just but, uh... makes me think, like, if Bella were to... If the story went differently and it, she were to, like, be with Jacob and they had a baby together, like, would that would that pregnancy, like, have the imprinting, like, bond snap into place for Jacob and Bella? You know what I mean? I don't know. We'll never know? No. If Bella ended up with Newton, would there... <laughs> What he imprints on on theirs? Oh, I don't know. You know? Yeah, I think. Well, that was Ariana's point. Like, is it just? It's no matter what. Is it just because it's Bella's child? I think it has to be Bella and Edward's child together. Mm. Not just Bella's Not just kid with anyone Bella. else. Yeah. Interesting. But that's I like my, that theory that's too. I do like that theory. Yeah, it kind of like forcibly draw like connects the wolves and the vampires like forever yeah i also feel like a big part of the imprint thing was jacob was down to protect them Mm -hmm. like that whole time i mean he was ready to fucking kill it and everybody else at the end after Mm -hmm. bella was dead Mm -hmm. but i wonder if the deep level of like protection that he had for them like had anything to do with the imprinting Hmm. Maybe. Like, I know it's it's not a choice. Like, you can't yeah. choose who you imprint on. But, like, he had such a deep... Connection to Bella. Like, commitment and emotional connection to Bella and this unborn baby. Yeah. That, like, maybe that... Yeah, maybe. I would love more answers. Same. Anyway. <laughs> the family's dined in the yard by the dim light shining through the front door. Everybody chattering... Chattering? Chattering. Yeah, that's right. And laughing. Charlie watching Bella inconspicuously and Bella smiling because she truly felt like it. Bella didn't want to leave, but the rain broke up the party and her and Charlie rode back in Bella's truck together. Charlie is pleased to hear that Bella plans to go back to visit Jacob again tomorrow. Three days in a row. I feel like I would think it's, it's the best first date ever. Slightly <laughs> weird. It'd be like you were literally like not even human for four months and now all of a sudden. Yeah, but now she's going out and like and like doing things and seems happy like i think he's just thrilled that she wants to like yeah. do something that has nothing to do with the collins yeah yes i get that However, point but i just feel like you were nothing for four months and now all of a sudden you want to hang out with this boy every single day yeah, yeah it's obsessive. i would be a little concerned that it's like a whole a new Edward. like codependency attachment like okay yeah. what happens if jacob has to leave for the day yeah are you gonna be able to like have a day by yourself yeah mm-hmm. that's spending true. every single day with him all of a sudden yeah. yeah that's true so i could see him being concerned about that he's not he's, he's not, not but, but i could see I like that I would being be like, a concern i'm happy but let's just keep an eye on this like, yeah well i think that's what he's doing yeah i'm back at the house now bella can feel jacob's warmth fading drink <laughs> woo <laughs> and the anxiety of the night creeping in she is sure she won't be so lucky as to have two peaceful nights of sleep, so she puts off bedtime by checking her email. There's a new message from Renee. Yay. You've got mail. So in the email, Renee talks about her day, a new book club that filled the time slot that of the meditation classes she just quit, her week snubbing in the second grade, Miss 
Snubbing? <laughs> Is that not? Well, subbing. Subbing. Oh, subbing. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense because... <laughs> I like don't remember her having a job, let alone like being a teacher of all pe- of all things. Yeah, she's an elementary school teacher. I didn't like remember I that. Can, I think specifically, actually, like not she's. Because I was like, you know, I guess maybe she's in a more stable area now. But wasn't she like hopping around all the time with Phil? How's she getting all these random teaching jobs? Like, well, I think she was, was a teacher. A teacher when Bella was like Little. growing up. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and now she's doing substitute jobs. Got it. Okay. So yeah, that so uh, subbing in the second grade, missing her kindergartners. <laughs> <laughs> they were also apparently planning a second honeymoon to Disney World, which is so random. I didn't even know that they had a first honeymoon. Yeah, um, but I also just went to Dis. I don't. Is Florida Disney World or Land? I was. World, world. So I just went there. So that's cool. <laughs> so relatable. Wow. <laughs> Did um, you see Renee? Did you give them any tips? No, I didn't. I don't. They were there. They were easily missed. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole email read like a journal entry rather than a letter to someone else. And I mean, I'm not surprised. I feel like, you know, Renee definitely, you know, cares and loves Bella, but I can see her just kind of being all about herself at the same time. I think we've kind of talked about her being very like dependent on other people anyway, but not because like. But because it's for, like, her own benefit, not because of, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, for Renee? I, yeah. Like, because she would always rely on Bella to, like, whatever, help her with Oh, you're saying it's, like, that. to her benefit that she doesn't have Bella to rely on anymore? No, I'm just saying, like, she was dependent on other people for her benefit, not because she necessarily needed depend on them i'm not making sense i'm gonna move on (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how i want to like say what i'm trying to say so i'm just gonna like just trying to get something out of it like she doesn't she can live on her own without them yes but she she takes advantage of them being a provider okay type of yeah thing anyway bella felt like she was a terrible daughter for thinking this like i guess she didn't appreciate renee's email like she just thought that it was like a stupid email i guess but bella wrote her back commenting on each part of her letter and actually adding information of her own and bella made no reference to the change this letter would be from the one she wrote in the past several months because barely bella could barely remember what she had even written to renee at all and i i mean i'm sure she probably didn't say probably was like very much hi mom everything's fine Love still Bella. sitting in the rocking yeah. chair. It's yeah. now November. Yeah. Still sitting in the rocking chair. It's now December. <laughs> There's a possibility. I'm still <laughs> sitting in this chair. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I can I can see like I guess Bella was like, should I acknowledge the fact that this email is going to be much better? Like it's just a random thought. Yeah. The more Bella thought about it, the guiltier she felt. She must have, like, really worried Renee. And I can guarantee that if this was my mom, she would have been in Forks, like, the next day. Like, my mom would have been freaking out. Like, Well, yeah, and I'm sure Renee is talking to Charlie, and Charlie's like, I don't fucking know what's wrong with her. She's literally comatose. She's a zombie. Yeah. This is out of my depths. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of shocked that she didn't. I know. 
come out, but maybe that's like kind of the point they were getting to. And that's when he was like, don't come here. I will just send her to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's maybe how that came about. I yeah. guess that's fair. So Bella stayed up extra late finishing up homework. And I'm pretty sure it was homework that like she didn't have to do, but she yeah. just wanted to stay up to not go to sleep. Because Did she have to get she... straight fucking A's? Yeah. Definitely. If you can't focus on anything, how do you focus on like school? Yeah, that is the only question. Like in those four months, like was she doing homework and keep maintaining her grades? Because like you would think. Like, you would think like that no. would not be something you would put effort into. Yeah. But I guess I guess she must have. Clearly I also she's... feel like she doesn't put much effort into school in, in general. general. She yeah. just like kind of has a natural yeah, gift for school or mm-hmm. knowledge for school. Like, yeah. I feel like it's easy for her, so she doesn't really have to like try hard. I'm sure she's just completing her assignments and like that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But Bella so Bella's staying up late to finish up extra homework because she was scared that when she was gonna go to sleep, she was gonna have nightmares again. She was like, I can't get lucky two nights in a row. It's not. It's not it's not, not not for me. Yeah. So Bella goes to sleep and she wakes up shuddering, her scream muffled by the pillow. So Bella laid in bed trying to shake off. So she had a nightmare. Bella laid in bed trying to shake off the dream, and there had been a small difference in this dream compared to, like the dreams that she's been having every single night. The same like recurring dream. So basically, she had. A similar dream, there was just one little detail that, that changed. So previously, you know, she's in the woods searching for something that's that's not there. That's like the basic dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this time, when she was dreaming, she was not alone in the woods anymore. Sam Uli? Is that how you say it? Uli. Uli. Okay. Sam Uli was there. His dark eyes were surprisingly unfriendly, filled with some secret. And I wonder what that secret mm. is. And why is he so unfriendly? And why is he there to begin with? Just a random <laughs> person. But when Bella didn't look directly at him, his shape se- seemed to shiver and change in her peripheral vision. So I feel like she's just kind of standing there and he's like this like glittering orb like... I think when she's not looking directly at him, he's maybe in a different form. Yes. That's what I think. An animal type form. Maybe. Mm. She's prophetic. She really fucking is. <laughs> yeah. But so throughout this dream, Bella's still going through her, through like the motions of the d- dream that she's been having. Like she's in the woods, she's searching, whatever. Right. Um, and Sam's She's just running around in the woods, and yeah. Sam Uli's just over there, like like looking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so she's doing her thing. Sam's just there, and he's doing nothing but just watching her. Yeah, like he did not offer Bella help to look for whatever she's looking for. He's just standing there. Um. So what do we think about this? About this change? I think, like we said, she's prophetic uh she's she it's like she knows something but doesn't know quite what she knows i mean she had the same dreams about edward like glittering and whatnot yeah yeah and i think maybe it's like a sign of you know what we know is to come obviously like bella's gonna start hanging out with jacob a lot and then like something's gonna happen with jacob and yeah you know there's gonna be like a whole thing so i mean I wonder if her, like, subconscious is, like, recalling something from that day. I mean, she, like, 
was knocked out. She was yeah. passed out in the first. That's what I'm saying. Why Sam, too? Of he's all the one people. that found her. Cause he's, I know. Right. Because so like, he's the one that found her. But do you remember, like, at one point, says, like, I could hear an animal, like, snuffling, snuffling. in yeah. the grass around me or whatever. So, like, what if Sam found her? I think we had this discussion in that moment. Yeah. Like, what yeah. if Sam had found her in his wolf form? Yeah. I'm she sure he did. Sees him, but is not registering anything. anything. Yeah. And then he, you know, steps off to the side and does his little um, yeah. human again his and sh- puts his pants his on. Shiver. And then he's like, oh, found her. Yeah. And, like, takes her off. So, like, maybe in her subconscious, she's, like, kind of remembering that. She's like, oh, there was more to that day than yeah. I'm remembering. Like, for me, all I see is, like, empty woods because Edward's gone. But, like, Sam was there. Yeah. Sam found me. Yeah. Why does he, why is there something but the only, over here with the him? The only question is why he would be unfriendly looking. Like, why at this point? Is it just unfriendly looking? Because, I mean, when she first finds out that they turn into wolves, she's like, you guys are bad, vicious monsters. Yeah. So, like, if she does, like, have some sort of, like, connection of him being this big, bad wolf, like, he would look unfriendly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And if, like, there's a vampire in the vicinity, the vampire that she's looking for, he would look unfriendly about that. He would look that. unfriendly about that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I guess that, that's a good theory. You're um. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie stared at Bella during breakfast, and Bella tried to ignore him. And Bella's like, I can't expect him not to worry, especially after him getting used to this zombie like Bella, right? Mm-hmm. Having nightmares every night to not to being happy and not having a nightmare to still seeming happy and then having a nightmare again. Just like, it's like, Oh, I thought we had a day where we were good. And now it's like, Oh shit. That, that was just. Yeah. A, yeah. I can also see Charlie expecting it to be like, all right, she's good. Like we've, we've turned the leaf, you know, she's, yeah, 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 she's yeah. good. And then to see it, like to take a step back again. He's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Bella herself is just waiting for the return of the the zombie. So she thinks that this whole happy, just a phase. nightmare free yeah thing is is temporary. Mm-hmm. So Bella goes to school and she finds herself now paying attention when before you know going through the motions just there because she had to be there. I wonder how many teachers were like calling on her in the middle of class and she was just like unresponsive and like eventually they were they just, just stopped. stopped. Yeah. Well, yeah. she does note that like even her teachers just like kind look of right over, her, over yeah. her. Yeah. So it was clear that no one was watching her at all. Like I guess people just which also sorry to interrupt but like as a teacher you're coming in your student your your number one like straight a student is just fucking catatonic and you're just gonna stop calling on her not check in like not do anything no i believe they probably like reached out to charlie and whatever and charlie's like i'm aware like we're working on just it going through kind of thing some, some, like yeah we things just, like cut her some slack or whatever also if she's like, still doing well i guess there's only yeah. so much you only can... so much i know but i feel yeah. like i don't know if i was a teacher i would regardless like still be like you have to pay, like you have yeah. to participate like i'm not gonna let you yeah t- t- you know be this yeah you know yeah. i feel like that's yeah. I mean, I feel like that kind of just speaks to society as a whole. Like, there's always so many opportunities where you see kids, like, in a bad place, and somebody could have stepped in and done 
something to Mm -hmm. kind of turn it around Mm -hmm. and yeah so bella gets to school she's walking through no one's paying attention to her and i wonder like i genuinely wonder like when bella first was like started becoming you know super depressed and just not there how people were responding to that i'm sure by now it's kind of like oh this is just who bella is at this point yeah Mm -hmm. but i wonder like how they were interacting with her or trying to interact with her when like the switch like turned off like it was like a switch basically yeah yeah um or maybe they just didn't even like pay much attention to her to begin with because she was always with edward and it was just that's where she was and everyone else was on the yeah, other side. I don't know. I think I feel like we had this conversation before. I imagine people were trying to like include her and like bring her back into things because they know like the person she was spending all of her time with is gone. Gone, gone yeah. But I'm sure, I mean, you're only going to spend so much time trying to bring someone around. Yeah. yeah. And if she's not like responding to that, you're just going to go about your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's just going to be in the background. Yeah. So Bella reflects on her first day of Forks and how desperately she wished she wished that she could turn gray and just be invisible because everyone was like obsessed with her when she first arrived at Forks. And now her wish came true. She's invisible. No one's paying attention to her. It's like she wasn't even there to begin with. So Bella began listening to everyone around her and she tried to finally catch up on what was going on with everyone else. And so... Bella gets to calculus and she's like, hey, Jess, like, how are you? How was your weekend? And <laughs> Jess is like, what? She just looks at her and she's like, so, so, like, confused, like, genuinely confused that Bella actually, like, said something to her, asked her a question. Like, well, I, th- I also think she's, like, still pissed about. Yeah, that was only Friday. Like Friday. A That's ago. true. <laughs> she's pissed about Friday. That's true. Yeah. Um, and she just seems super cold towards Bella and she just goes, super. Like, yeah. Like, I could just imagine her going super. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, my weekend was fan fucking tastic. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. After you almost got us fucking killed. Yeah. <laughs> so, the lunch table Bella usually sat at was full by the time she got there. And Bella, like, couldn't remember if this was normal for all these people to be sitting here. And, like, just thinking about this, like, holy shit. Like, she was not well. Like, unwell. Yeah. Like, you know she's unwell, but if you genuinely can't remember, like, when these day-to-day started like like, this, yeah, like, there's, like, a lot, a lot to unpack there going, going on in her head like that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, this is five days a week that she doesn't remember. Yeah. Like, literally doesn't remember. For four months. Yeah. Yeah. So Bella was beginning to get annoyed with herself. She might have been packed in styrofoam peanuts throughout the semester is how she described it, which she, you know, okay. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, I guess, like I just said, like, this is so rough to realize, like, where you've been the past four months. It's like, yeah. Oh my, like, I feel like that's almost worse than being in, like, the phase that you were in is just like realizing like life has moved on without you yeah and you finally come back it's like crazy yeah probably so hard to like really think about like how much you actually missed yeah (laughs) so no one looked up when bella sat next to nick sat next to mike even though she like dragged the seat as she pulled it out to sit down i wonder if she like did that on purpose or not like i don't yeah i don't know and also like like, don't you think mike would be thrilled that bella's sitting next to him 
Probably. But I'm sure he's playing it cool. Used to it now. And, yeah. Um and he works with her, so I guess he does get some some time alone, alone time with her. With yeah. Bella. Um so Bella's kind of sitting there and she's just like listening, trying to catch up on conversations and Mike and Connor are talking about sports. And Lauren asks Angela about Ben and if Angela and Ben are still together. And Bella kind of comments on Lauren and saying how she, like, barely recognizes her and that she cut off all her blonde hair and now she has a pixie cut. And Bella thought it was so odd and she wished she knew the reason Lauren cut off all her hair. And Bella really started to judge her, but then realized, who was she to judge after everything that's happened these past four months? I just yeah. feel like that's... But also, like... Do we ever know why she cuts her hair off? Mm, Do no, I don't f- think so. I was just going to say, I think it's interesting that she's styling her hair like Alice. Yeah. And Mike is, is styling, styling his, his hair, hair like, like Edward. Edward. Yeah. Yeah. But like, why? Because now the two coolest kids in the school are, are gone, gone. So now they can take their place. Yeah. So they're like styling themselves well yeah but them. like obviously mike was always gonna style himself after edward because like that's clearly what he thinks like bella likes so like he's always gonna do that but like what is lauren's reason simply because she's like the most popular girl in the school so yeah why not emulate who not that alice was like the most popular girl but after rosalie left like she was you know the most beautiful girl in the school and like yeah that's true yeah. Why not emulate her so that yeah. you and Mike can run shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're, she was never going to... I can't imagine she would ever cut her hair like that with Alice Without, still in school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. This is also, like, the first thought Bella has had about anybody else but, like... Herself. Herself and Edward, Edward, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so well, she's, and Jacob. She's been thinking about Jacob. Yeah, but aside from, like, that main... The main trio, trio, yeah. So Angela also changed her hair. I guess just everyone's changing their hair. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what did Angela do? I don't. I think it's shorter. I don't know if they like. De- I I don't know like the chat. What the detail? The was. They just say that Angela also changed her. I don't remember what. I don't remember. I'm not it's sure like, if she. I feel like maybe she like made it lighter or it was like a little or like slightly different. All right, maybe they didn't even say. I don't know. So. Bella asked what did the both of them sorry not Bella Jessica asked to Angela and Lauren like what they both did this weekend and Bella knew this was just the opener so Jess could talk about her weekend (laughs) 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 like I think that's classic actually really funny but Bella wondered if she would talk about Port Angeles right in front of Bella or if she was just gonna keep it under wraps to begin with yeah so Angela said that her and Ben were going to have a picnic, but they changed their minds, and this kind of piqued Bella's interest. So Lauren, what is it? Angela grew out her layers. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, I do have to laugh, though. She's like, <laughs> we're talking about Lauren's hair. She's like, I wish I knew the reason behind it. Did she get gum stuck in it? Did she sell it? Had the people she hab- was habitually nasty to caught her behind the gym and scalped her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, for all I knew, she turned into a nice person. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, wrong. <laughs> so Lauren asked what happened, and Angela explained that they drove up north almost to the hot springs, but when they were halfway there, they saw something, potentially a bear, but it just seemed like too big to be a bear. Like it was this mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Same bear the guy saw. I mean, on the also, trailhead. What do you think they were going to be doing at those hot springs? 
go having a picnic. Getting hot and springing. They were. <laughs> <laughs> getting hot in spring. In the spring. Springing on each other. Um, but yeah, so there's this huge bear, maybe bear, just that was there. And they didn't, they were like turned off by this giant animal being there. They were turned on by the hot springs, but turned, turned off, off by, by the, the bear. bear. <laughs> so Lauren snorted in disbelief of the story and said that Tyler tried to tell her the same story last week. So Bella decides that obviously her personality has not changed. She is the same bitch she was before her haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So Jessica sided with Lauren, saying she wouldn't see any bears that close to the resort. Like, they're just, uh, they're not there. Like, yeah. And I guess this kind of, I didn't realize this, but now I guess this kind of real like hints that Jessica and Lauren are like BFFs now. Yeah. Like I guess Angela's kind of like on yeah. the outs now. Yeah. It was like like before it was Jess, Angela, and Bella, and I guess Bella fell off, and now Lauren kind of squeaked her way in. But Angela protested, saying that they really did see something, and so Bella, hearing a similar story decides to chime in here and say that Angela was right and that they had hikers come in to the store on Saturday who said they saw the bear too and the hiker said it was huge and black and just outside of town and then she kind of threw it to Mike and was like right Mike like you were there like you can confirm the story and there's just a moment of silence and everyone just like turns and like looks at Bill and they're like (laughs) did you say something like what like oh my god like sideshow and, in fact, the new girl, Katie, had her mouth open, like an explosion went off, so she's just standing, like, I would be so embarrassed, like, if this happened. I'd be like, Katie, who the fuck are you? Close your mouth. What are you, a fish? <laughs> but, yeah, so everyone's just turned their eyes on Bella. They're staring at her I shocked. Mean, come on. She hasn't spoken for I know, four months. She's would... like, yeah, no, I heard about the bear, too. Yeah, like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one everyone's like everyone's like that is what pulled you out of your stupor <laughs> are you fucking serious <laughs> and, and like nobody moved like ever, we're just all like i could just picture this on like the tv screen like everyone's just sitting there like frozen deer in like, headlights like, like <laughs> everyone's like what <laughs> crazy so bella's horrified and she's just like uh uh mike like you gonna <laughs> Back me up here. Say something here, or she's like, "Mike, it's your cue." Hello, and Mike's like, "Sure." Like he was like, he's like stuttering. He was like, so confused. And Bella didn't understand why he looked at her so strangely. And I was like, "Really, Bella?" (laughs) But she was like, "I mean, I talked to him at work, right? Like, I talked to him. Like, why is he so surprised that I can speak?" Yeah, she doesn't speak. And then she's like, "Wait, I can't even remember if I even." speak to mike at work which i guess she did because she was talking to him yeah but i think yeah, not, like, not, not like really, really talking not conversation him, yeah. yeah you can clock out yeah okay. or like yeah do, what like what do you want me to do today or like li- yeah. like she's not talking yeah so mike continued and confirmed what bella had said about the hikers in the store and lauren just kind of shrugs it off and then switches the subject and i guess she's directing this towards jess but she asks if she heard back from usc and everyone looks away from Bella except for Mike and Angela. And Angela's, like, smiling so wide at Bella. And Bella returns the smile. So then Mike asks Bella what she did this weekend. And everyone but Lauren looked back, waiting for Bella's response. Lauren's such a fucking cunt. Yeah. 
So Bella explained that on but Friday. But I also wonder if Lauren already knows. Oh, because Jess? No, because yeah. remember, oh, oh, I guess you didn't read it. Uh, Jessica looks, she says like, oh, I went, I hung out with Jessica and everyone's like surprised. Yeah. And Lauren, Lauren, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Bella explained that on Friday, Jessica and her went to the movies in Port Angeles and then she spent Saturday afternoon and Sunday at La Push. And eyes flickered to Jessica and then back at Bella and Jessica looked extremely irritated like she didn't want anyone to know that she had gone out with Bella. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But I just wasn't sure if maybe yeah. she, you know, said something to Lauren. To Lauren, because like, they're like, you'll never yeah. believe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, asked me to go out with her, and I did, even though I didn't want to. And, like, she was a total fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think then she would be like, well, if I'm hanging out with Bella, like, you know, so Bella's weird now. Like, I don't want to, like, I can't be said that I was, like, out with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you that's know? what I was thinking. Like, why is it that big of a deal if she happened to go out with Bella? But I guess because Bella's from been, that like, perspective. Yeah. It is a little weird that people are hanging out with Bella, I guess. So Mike, Mike asks what movie they have seen, and Bella told them it was the zombie movie. And Mike said he heard that one was scary and asked if they thought it was, and Jessica said that Bella had to leave early because she was so freaked out by the movie. And at first I thought this was, like, a funny, like, banter, like, haha, like, oh, yeah, like, Bella was scared, but now I was like, Jess was like, nah, she was fucking being a pussy and couldn't watch the movie yeah. like she like yeah left. she's like trying to embarrass bella and yeah. bella's like i don't care <laughs> yeah but yeah so bella literally doesn't care and she nods and she literally has to try to look embarrassed like i guess she just wanted to i don't really know what what her angle was in like trying to seem embarrassed by i think that, she's probably but... just like whatever i if, if, she's just, if she's like gonna say like oh she was so embarrassed like yeah i fucking was or whatever like yeah, i think like, she's trying just trying to, just to like make off. it like yeah that or she's trying to like keep that like story mm. going because like obviously that's not really why she left so if someone's calling her out for like being scared and she's just like yep that's, that's what not, happened. like the reaction yeah. that you're expecting from someone who's like being called out yeah or something like that like so you would expect them to like laugh or like be embarrassed yeah, or like, oh my god no i wasn't yeah yeah, yeah. So Mike didn't stop asking Bella questions until lunch was over, and gradually others were able to start up their conversations again, though they still, like, looked over at Bella a lot. And I, I mean, I get it. She's was a mute person who now can speak and mm-hmm. said something and seems to be back to normal-ish. But when Bella got up to toss her trash out, Angela followed. And she told Bella, thanks for speaking up and kind of sticking up for her with her bear story or whatever, backing her up. And then Angela was like, Bella, are you okay? <laughs> and Bella's like, not really, but she's feeling a little bit better. And apparently this is why Bella always picked Jessica over Angela. Though she likes Angela more, Angela was too perceptive. And I'm like, I don't think it takes a rocket science to figure out, scientists to figure out that Bella was not well. Like, it's very obvious that... She wasn't like I don't think you need to be a very perceptive person to see that Bella. Well, is well not yeah, but well. I think that like Angela is actually like a good friend and a good person. So Angela yeah. would ask Bella questions, questions that Bella couldn't give answers to, like Fair. about Edward Fair. and like stuff like that. So she's Bella's naturally going to pick the most vapid I mean, I person like to Bella be like closer to because that. she knows she's never going to have to explain anything. Yeah, but I feel like Bella could explain that. And just leave out the vampire part. Why does it have to be, like, the vampire part? Well, I just think, in general, like, yes, Angela is a better friend. Everybody 
everybody is pretty observant. Everybody knows what's going on with Bella mm-hmm. at any given point in time, whether Edward's in the picture or not. Mm-hmm. Everybody cares, but they're not going to ask her anything directly. Yeah. yeah. Jessica is only going to ask the questions that, like, she, she wants, like, the drama on. Yeah. Which Bella skates around and kind of uses to her advantage half the time. Yeah. She can't do that with Angela, Angela who's, like, genuinely interested in her life. Yeah. yeah. And, like, if she did try to, like, skate around it or answer in a, like, not complete way, I feel like Angela... A, would probably be offended by it and, like, take it personally because she's just, just trying to be a good friend and, like, probably would expect the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bella could have benefited from an outsider, like, knowing the truth. Just having one person that, like, knew. Yeah, but that, that would put them in danger. That put, yeah, it would have put Angela in danger. Well, and it also would have put the Collins potato. in danger. Potato, Collins, yeah. potato. potato. So Angela tells Bella she's glad she's feeling better and that she missed her. And Lauren and Jessica stroll by and Bella and Angela overhear Lauren say, oh, joy, Bella's back. (laughs) And Angela like rolls her eyes and she just smiles at Bella. And Bella felt like she was starting all over again, which she kind of is. Um, Bella asks what day it is. And it's January 19th. And a year ago, yesterday, so I guess January 18th, Bella had her first day at Forks High School. And Angela says that nothing has changed much, and Bella agreed, saying she was just thinking the same thing. And I'm like, literally, your whole life has changed. Whole life has changed, but she's Edwardless, and they're not like. I guess if you, I guess if you want to go full circle, sure. But and and the circle to get there is, is squiggly. It's not. It's not clean. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> like, I guess the only thing to say, like, yeah. It's like she's starting over because everyone's staring at her well, again. Everyone else so, is the same, except. Bella's just been through a whole been through a deal. whole thing and now she's yeah. back to like square one. Yeah. So for her, it's like that whole year never happened. So she's like, oh, like nothing's fucking changed. Like that yeah. might as well have not even existed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that's it's a wrap on the episode. Yeah. Bella's cool. back. Ugh, oh great. joy. <laughs> oh joy. Bella's back. Bella's back. Baby. Yay. Cool. Well, let's uh I genuinely have no idea what's going to happen in the next chapter, so. There's no, neither. I, no I lead up like to anything. I have, very little so. memory of this whole book, except the ending. I got, look, I got to say, I'm enjoying Jacob. I may be my words later, but. Well, I, she's going to hang out like with him after school, so I'm assuming that's where we're what going. the next chapter is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at the end of this book, we can do a more accurate Edward versus Jacob. Agreed. Yeah. Jacob uh, talk, since we now get more Jacob. Cool. Bye. Bye. Later. Bella. <laughs> Where the hell have you been, Lofta? What is this? Friendships? What is this episode titled? A chapter titled? I didn't write it in here. What do you have written here? Nothing. I'm not reading it. I'm just looking at it. I know, but what you have written is also not... By now you know to subscribe to us and our podcast handles. By now you know to to subscribe to us and what our podcast handles are. (laughs) It makes sense when you...